At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's the big $10 sale. So mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. But guess what? You're not alone. You may not know it now, but support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help find you a community at churchescare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com to explore the possibilities. Welcome to Seek Reality with your host, Roberta Grimes. Author and attorney Roberta Grimes will explore and illustrate how she, after an extraordinary experience of light in childhood, has discovered channels of communication to the afterlife and how these implications have an effect on our everyday lives. Please welcome the host of Seek Reality, Roberta Grimes. Welcome, welcome, everyone. This is Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes, and we have a wonderful guest for you today. I'm really thrilled you could be with us. One of the leading areas of interest now in the very broad field of afterlife communication is the growing awareness that if we will put some effort into our own direct efforts to communicate with our loved ones who have briefly, you know, very briefly gone on ahead of us, then many of us soon will come to see that we really don't much need mediums at all. Our minds are part of the creative mind that continuously manifests this universe, and that mind is all that exists. So your mind is part of every other mind. And even if, like me, you consider yourself to be as psychic as a post, that connection to all minds still is strong enough that if we will just accept and espouse the certainty that we can communicate with those we love who have gone on ahead, we're more and more coming to realize that indeed we can communicate directly with those that we used to think were dead. We can communicate with our spirit guides as well. The illusion of separation that's part of the baggage of being in these bodies really is only that. It's an illusion. And no matter who it is that you want to connect with, it can be expensive and frustrating to have to use mediums exclusively. Um, You may know that for the past, oh, almost 10 years, I've been running afterlifeforums.com for just people that are interested in learning more about the afterlife. And um, it's turned out actually to be a nice community. But often there, people will come who have recently lost a loved one or very much are deep in grief, and they'll be so frustrated because they've they've gone to a medium or even multiple mediums, and everything has been general. You know, oh, there's an older woman near you, or oh, um, you know, he misses you. They want to hear specific stuff. You want to hear how your mother used to dye her eyebrows, or you want to hear how uh, your your husband that you miss so much gave up smoking. You want to hear something concrete, and people don't get that. So uh, we all need a better way to connect, and especially if we don't really find a good medium. There are some, by the way, who are wonderful, but it's, you know, a pig and a poke, really. Wonderfully now, some of the world's leading mediums are generously, and I have to say it's very generous, sharing with us what they know about how communicating with minds in the afterlife really works and how we can do it ourselves. I love these books because they free us, they liberate us, they make us happy, and they work. Our guest this week is one of America's leading mental mediums. John Holland joins us today for the very first time. I was surprised to see I hadn't ever interviewed him, so I'm glad we're doing this now. And I'm excited to finally learn more about him. So we're going to talk about his work first, and then we'll talk about his really wonderful new book called Bridging Two Realms, where he can help you do what you thought you could never do. Welcome, John. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, thank you, Roberta. Glad to be here. How are you? Well, everything is splendid here in the great state of Texas, and um, I, he lives in my old neighborhood, which is the, the Boston area, so we're practically neighbors. He and I, we didn't even know it. John, because this is our first conversation on Seek Reality, would you tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got started as a medium? Do you have mediums in your family, which people often have, who are good mediums? Uh, there's mediumistic ability um, on my mother's side. I mean, they didn't call themselves mediums. Um, right. My grandmother was very, my grandmother Rose, my mom's grandmother, my mom's mom, um, it was always known that grandma just knew things. 
So um, she knew when people, um, as she got older, um, and people in her life started to pass away, um, a lot of the relatives just don't tell Grandma Rose or don't tell her. She knew anyways. Yes. Um, yeah, so she knew. She said, you didn't tell me that my brother-in-law Joe passed away. But it's definitely on my mom's side of the family because um, through my mom's side, there's it, you can see touches of it. But I, I was born this way. I was um, Irish-Italian Catholic. Um, raised, in, <laughs> right. raised in New England, and I was always the different one in the family um, out of the five kids. Um, I was very sensitive as a child, very intuitive. I knew when people were going to come over unexpectedly to the house or who was sick in another state. Um, I used to see the spirit people in my bedroom thinking I was dreaming. Um, I was fascinated. Anything that had to do with religion, uh, theology, um, ghost, spirit, magic, um, I Dream a Genie, Bewitched, were my favorite oh. TV shows. Well, when uh, when did Dark this start, John? When did this, this start? How I old born, were you? I, I, was, I was born this way. So a lot of people said, Weren't you, aren't you nervous about or aren't you frightened by those things? And Roberta, to be honest, I, I, can't, I couldn't be nervous or frightened at something that was always there since childhood. Um, yeah, and, right. the, and I say spirit people, let's stay away from what we see on television. Um, you know, the scary side of it. I would see people different uh, in different um, eras of clothes from different times um, just going through my bedroom. And I just thought it was dreaming. And, you know, so it was always there. And as I got older, I started to study psychic ability. I'm a big advocate of the mechanics of intuition and psychic ability. How does it work? How does the, the energy centers, the chakras, the aura affect the things that are around you to enhance your ability um, to be intuitive? And, and basically, that's how it started. But as a very psychic child, very sensitive child, I was made fun of. I was just, <laughs> right. I, I, I wasn't like the other children. Um, yes. You know, so you learned, like you heard the story before from a lot of mediums. They just learned to just be quiet about it. Then yes. years later, I lived, I moved to Los Angeles um, and I got into an automobile accident that somehow awoken or awakened the abilities that I pushed pushed away or the ones that I didn't pay attention to, to the point where I couldn't ignore them anymore. And so I started studying all over again. The okay, but how old were you stuff. then? Now, how old were you then? Uh, I was 30. This is all in my very first book, Born Knowing, because that's the title. I was born this way. So yeah. about 30 years ago was when I got into the uh, automobile accident. And that was over two decades ago. And two years into seeing clients, I didn't just get into an accident, become psychic and start seeing people. I didn't I didn't want to go back to my childhood memories of being called weirdo, freak, something's yes. wrong with you. Yes. Yeah. So, so I, I didn't do it. And through a lot of encouragement of friends, they said, John, you really should try to help people by doing readings. And, and I, I started, but I didn't quit my day job. I did it at night. I did it on the weekends. And two years into doing psychic work, now there's a big difference from mediumship and psychic. You know this. Every, yes. medium, every medium is psychic but not every psychic is a medium. Right. I, the people on the other side started showing up and it kind of weirded, weirded me out because it was something new. I just, remember, we didn't have the television shows then like they have now. And I said, well, why is this happening? So I studied everything I read. Uh, as soon as it happened, it was from the books from England and talked about spiritualism and spiritualists and how they believe the continuity of life the faith of spiritualism, even though spiritualism, as you know, Roberta started in the States, but went over to England and it took all, and it took off all these books that I, it's the only books I could find on mediumship yes. was the afterlife. And back then, yes. yes. And I said, I'd love, I said two weeks into reading these books and I was reading basically books um, of people who were mediums in England and how they lived their life. I wanted to know how are these people living their lives like this? And that's where it started. And I said, if I could only go to England and study with these this, these people called spiritualists, I, I, how great would that be? Well, one thing led to another. Two weeks into reading these books, I'm at a party. I step on a person's foot. They were from England. I, I got to go over there. It was synchronistic events, really unbelievable how I got to go there and study with the spiritualists for over two years. And, and that's how, basically how it all started. And I didn't set out to be a medium. I, I really didn't. But over in England, Roberta, and for those who are listening, um, they're very evidential. They train you to yes. be ev evidential, which I heard you in your intro, um, you know. And uh, so I said, if I'm going to do this work, I cannot have 
I cannot say to somebody, your grandmother's here, she's brushing your hair, um, she thinks you're lovely, uh, thank you so much. No, I wanted, they had to give me evidence of how they passed, what was the relationship to you, tell me some personal things about yourself to, to show the person who's sitting in front of me that it really is their uh, family member who, or friend who are coming through. And um, I, I pride myself on being an evidential medium. Yeah, I, that's the most important thing that a medium, medium can do. Find something that nobody, would, the public wouldn't know you could not Google. That's being, not, being unable to Google some fact about a loved one, I think, is pretty critical. So it's well, wonderful yes. that, you, that you try to, to make sure you've done that for people because then there is just no question. Um, well, I'm excited to have met you just in general. I'm going to put you on my website as someone. Do you still do public readings? Maybe you don't even do that anymore. I, I see people when I can because I, I've, been, I've been touring with Hay House, my publisher, for over 15, 16 years. So right. I've, been, I've been across the country, Australia, England. Um, so when I have the time, I do like to see people privately because it keeps me connected um, yes. to, to, to the people. Um, but I don't have a problem demonstrating in front of 40 people or 1,000 people, which I've done. And I've done 3,000. In a well, conference, then, so. But the, but then people, somebody listening is saying, "I really want to see if I can get that guy to do a reading for me." Are you? Is that something you ever can do, or do you just not ever do it? You mean privately? Privately. Yes. Um, when I have the time, when I'm not touring, I will still see people one on one, whether it's on the phone or in person because it keeps that's me great. connected to keeps me connected to the yes. public and well, I was I wanted to make sure that's what what you were saying. So um, we'll, we'll give contact information at the end of our time together and um, if he'll do it for you if you really need it but it probably won't be soon. So just knowing you can talk with with John I'm sure is going to make you interested in everything else he has to say. Now his book I think is wonderful because it tells you a lot of background about what's actually going on. And it's not just a how-to book, as certainly as that, but it's a basic book about a lot of things you're wondering about right now. And we're going to start talking about his book, which is called Bridging Two Realms, when we come back. This is Roberta Grimes on Seek Reality with John Holland, a great, great medium. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, sci-fi, and horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. 
You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Welcome back to Seek Reality. This is Roberta Grimes, and we're talking with the wonderful, wonderful medium, John Holland. Now, he's done a lot of things. You may have seen him on TV, but there are a few very famous mediums. And uh, I want to make sure that you come to understand that he is actually a very down-to-earth guy who is trying to do the same thing I'm trying to do, which is help you understand the truth, because the truth really does set you free. Jesus said it. It's true. So... Um, his book, which is, this is not his only book. He's written other books as well. And this one is called, though, Bridging Two Realms. And I especially like it because if you are, if you're, if this is an area where you probably are not very familiar with what's really going on, he does a great job in a very few pages of summarizing the kinds of things it's important to know about mediumship if you're going to consult a medium or if you're going to try to ever become a medium. So I, let's talk about a few of the things, um, John, that you have talked about in your book. One of the things you talk about, which I loved because it, I'm sure it's exactly what happens, is you talk about the delicate process of raising your own vibrational energy to link with the spirit. Talk about that. Well, the the spirit world is a higher frequency, and we're in a dense molecular uh earthly plane here so you ha i have to learn to or i had to learn to raise my energy because those on the other side they lower their energy and i raise mine and that way it's a uh, it is a merging of the uh the two souls because a lot of people think uh you are so incarnate which is, means in the body in the soul over people on the other side are souls or spirits discarnate so they can you're made up of the same stuff energy is energy and you know this yes. Roberta. so yes. i have to raise my consciousness to reach them and they have to lower theirs to raise mine and you know it's uh, there's many ways to do it through meditation um and and once it happens the bridge is formed it's uh, it's fantastic it, when it's happened but basically when it came to the book it wasn't just about the developing the mediumship i wrote it for the bereaved to let people know where their loved ones are the planes of existence what happens before they pass near-death experiences so um that's how it started i wanted people to who couldn't get to a medium or who uh, aren't familiar with mediums to let them know that their loved one did go home with someone, what they're doing now, how they see us here, um, what they're doing. A lot of people now, Roberta, things, times are changing where people are, um, they want to know, what is my loved one doing now? Can they see me? Why am yes. I so sensitive? Yeah, it's yes. amazing. No, that that's true. Um, my first book in this topic came out in 2010, which is not very long ago. But I remember when I first started talking about it, people had no idea. I mean, I, I would look at a sea, and I'm sure this happened to you too back then. I would look at a sea of blank faces. People had no clue about what was going on. Now that's not true. Most of the people I think that go to your, to, to whenever you appear, and, that, and that's been true for me as well, has, uh, most of these people are very much aware of what's going on. But it's, that's an exciting change. So, so what, what you do is, and I think this is true of most mediums, is you consciously raise your own spiritual vibration. We talk a lot on, on Seek Reality about spiritual vibration and how spiritual growth is the reason we're here, and that raises your vibration. Um, but there are things you can do as well to raise your vibration, and um, that's something, obviously, that John thinks is important. You talk about... I, well, just finishing that thought, how does it feel when you raise your vibration? Could you tell you're vibrating at a higher level or do you just start seeing people? 
Um, it's um, no, it's like anytime you meditate, you are and you get yourself out of the way, your 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 stuff. Um, you're raising your consciousness every time you meditate. You are you're going into that place, and you know it's uh, it's almost like you're going up to the soul level. Um, I I call, when it, when this all started with me, um, I call it the quickening. Um, in, I think it's been called that from other people too, but it, everything just is uh, more sensitive. My uh, psychic abilities um, get more heightened and that's how the spirit, that's how mediumship works. Um, mediumship works through the psychic abilities, which are part of your body, which is, you know, your, your chakra center. So it's, um, it's not like I get dizzy or I float. It's just a raising of your consciousness. So it's kind of hard to describe, but I think people understand what it yes. means. Yeah, and, and it's something which, when you, when you experience it, you know that's what's happening. This is not anything um, that's foreign at all. It feels almost like going home rather than going into something new. Absolutely. You, you, you do define some things, though, and, and help people understand some things, which I think are kind of important. Um, you talk about chakras. Uh, if you wonder about chakras, everyone, this is a good book to find out about them. And you talk about... Uh, oh, um, clairsentience, all the kinds of, yes. of experiences people can have that are not physical, which, which happened to all of us. Um, you, you talk about auras. Now, tell people what an aura is. The aura is the, the energy that is around um, every living thing. It's like the invisible shield that's around you. Um, just like when people are in a room, and so you could be in a crowded room, so, and you look up someone staring at you because their aura has touched yours, their energy has touched yours. Or if you're in line uh, at a coffee shop or a bookstore, and when someone gets too close to you, you know somebody steps into your space because they are stepping into your aura. So it's the, it's the energy that is around um, every living thing and curly and photography proves it. Um, yes. you know, so it's fascinating how the, it captures the energy that's around, um, fingertips when a healer is working or around the human body. One of the things we're told by the people we used to think we're dead is that the aura actually is a kind of, um, energy shield. It's like your spiritual defense system or, or immunity system. In fact, it protects you from negative entities, which of course are all around us. And therefore it's important to keep it strong. And we, we should talk more about that. I think we're, we'll talk about that again on Seek Reality because many people don't understand what can damage your aura. And it's very important to keep it strong if you don't want to pick up bad guys along the way. All right. Well, let's talk about what the chakras are, because to me, this is woo woo. I'm sorry, chakras, but I don't, but I understand that they're real. I, I just have my own prejudices, which are not necessarily a good thing. Talk about chakras. Chakras are the seven energy centers that run up the, up the spine of the body. We all have them. Um, they've been, they, they, we all have these. They, I like to call them your spiritual batteries. Um, you have the physical, you've got the sacral, the solar plexus, which is intuition, clairsentience. You've got the heart center. Most doctors and nurses or healers work out of this center. You got the throat center, which is clear audience. Um, it's, uh, it, it, each one resonates to a, its own color, to a different tone. You got the third eye. And of course, you got the crown center also, which, uh, which links you to the divine, um, to, to the heavens. But there are, there are some outside the body, but I like to just focus on the seven. So, but they are the your spiritual bodies that run up and down the spine where energy comes in, um, into the body and you know resonates to every cell so they they are your spiritual batteries and they've been we've been taught this these go back i mean it's not something new they've been yes it, yes it goes back to eastern philosophy um for eastern thousands thought. of years that's why that's why i resisted it much much in this field i resisted initially i mean Oh, seven, eight, nine years ago, when I would talk, I would routinely tell people that you you connect through your mind, and your mind is a two-way radio, and they have a meat robot, always a laugh line back then. Now it isn't anymore. But um, I'm only lately coming to understand again from the people we used to think were dead that it isn't just through our brains that our minds connect with our bodies, but it's through all of these Basically, we have an entire spiritual body. We're built like Matryoshka dolls, Russian dolls, nested energy bodies. And, the, and one of them is visible because it's vibrating at the level of this level of reality, but all the others are just as real. 
and the chakras are basically what what knit them together so all of this is just so complex and wonderful and a very good beginning um, would be just to read this book because he, he makes it all sound so simple which is what we all want now one of, another thing you talk about a little bit and I wonder if you can tell us more about is tarot cards uh, and that kind of using cards to connect with uh, as a psychic what how does that work because I always thought that was another bit of woo-woo nonsense that I was going to stay away from tarot cards is just a focus point I mean I have a deck that's worldwide I didn't know it would be so big it's um the psychic tarot um Basically, when I started doing psychic work, I would use cards because people get less nervous when, they, when they're looking down at the cards as opposed to you looking past them. Um, right. All the information I get it really psychically from someone is in their aura, their past, their present, their potential future. Everything is right there in the aura. That's why when you walk up to someone, you know if you like them or you don't like them or all of a sudden you'd say to someone, you feel like a, you, you'd be a good nurse. And they, they might say, I, I am a nurse. So tarot cards, just a focus point. So you have a, um, a something to look at, and each card has a representation. But I don't go by what the book says the card is. I look for other information that comes from there that will spark my intuition. Could be the color of the card, a symbol in the card, the number of the card. One thing. It's 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 a tool. That's all it is. I, I should just say that if we were to have been talking last week, I would have thought that made no sense. I just want to say parenthetically to the people listening, I believe in this now because uh, we, we're about to do a very major project and I had not heard from my primary guides about what's going on and how it would work. And then my daughter randomly, and nothing of course is random, happened to hear about a, a psychic. My daughter randomly, although of course nothing is random, managed to get an appointment with her two days ago. And through this woman who was using tarot cards on the phone, through this woman came details about what we're about to do that no one could have known. And, and she made predictions and suggestions that no one could have known. So I believe it now, John, I got to uh -huh. tell you. I mean, this is the most one of the most amazing things that's ever happened to me. I'll tell you all more about it when uh, when these these things have come to pass that they talked about. But our guides are trying so hard to help us do the things which we came into this life to do, and they'll get to us in some way, however they can. This is Roberta Grimes on Secret Reality with the wonderful medium and psychic John Holland, and we'll be right back. Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, 
Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, After the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www. Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. But guess what? You're not alone. You may not know it now, but support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help find you a community at churchescare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com to explore the possibilities. W.FutureOfGodAmen.com That's www.FutureOfGodAmen.com Welcome back to Seek Reality. This is Roberta Grimes, and we're talking with the wonderful medium John Holland, who is really, I think, about the most generous medium I have ever seen because many of them don't want to give out their secrets. And John basically spills his secrets in his wonderful new book called Bridging Two Realms. Uh, And when I've talked with him, I just talked with him on the break again, and he said he thinks anybody can do this. He was born with the gift. My experience in talking with mediums is that nearly all of them uh, have it in their family. But on the other hand, it may be just your great aunt Mildred who always could tell when the phone was going to ring. It could be they don't have to have had developed gifts in order for you to inherit gifts. And if you think you have gifts, this is going to be a good book to start reading and begin to see how you can develop your gifts. Or if you just want to connect with somebody who's gone um, and you want to make sure that you are directly connecting with them, you know, getting trying to get signs from them. Uh, my, my book, the, the Fun of Staying in Touch, talks about signs you can encourage them this is not a passive relationship this is a two-way relationship sometimes you have to start making the calls john how does it feel when you're connecting with with people that we used to think were dead do you first see them do you how do you how do you perceive that they're they're present or do you feel their auras um, first, I, I know if it's a male or a female, or they're older or if they're younger, but um, I will get words, images of feeling that come into my into my mind, and I basically give what I get um, when I get that. I need to get out of the... I've been trained, just get out, less of you, more of spirit. So it can come in uh, many different ways. It's um, I may feel them, I may see it in my mind, or I may hear it clairaudiently um, where they'll give me names. So I will hear, feel, and see the information that they're sending me um, to the recipient um, to make sure that you know who they are. Are you talking to them in your mind? Like give yeah, me more mental, about this me- mental, mental mediumship. That's what it means. Mind to mind communication. Years ago, there was, there was physical mediumship, um, but that takes a lot of development and it's very, very rare, but mental mediumship, mind to mind. So you also talk about development circles, which I didn't know that mental mediums used. But that, that came from, from Britain, right? I mean, in the UK, they're very big on development circles. Well, it's sitting with other mediums so you can develop your ability. And I try not to say gift 
Because when you say gift, it makes it sound like, uh, well, I do use the word once in a while, but when, you, when someone <laughs> says gift, it makes it sound like it's something that um, is limited to you know, a few certain people. So I say ability. I just have a heightened sense of ability to, to um, acknowledge and know when, I'm, when I am uh, receiving um, emanations from the, from the spirit world. But you, I sat in circle for over two years every Tuesday with proper mediums and a, a, a head medium who would help you connect to the other side, what it's like to feel like when they come closer, how to give off the information. Because it's um, th that's why in the book I talk about being a medium, it's a very, very, uh, it's, it's a huge responsibility. People's lives are in your hands when you do this work. So yes. um, that's, that's why I'm a, I'm a kind of a hard teacher um, with the ethics of mediumship also. You're, you're a hard teacher in what way? I'm, I'm kind of very, um, I make sure that the students have a very solid foundation. Um, anyone who sees me, I'm not a woo-woo kind of medium. It's, um, I look for the scientific side of it too, with, with the body and the biology um, and the other side. I think science, because you know this from the AREI, um, you know, R. Craig Hogan, he's in the book. Because yes. just when I needed to find, okay, what other ways can people connect? This gentleman uh, makes contact with me out of the blue, synchronistic and supposed to have happened. And he was great to share some of his wisdom about the techniques, yeah, um, as you know, because I reached out to you. Thank you. Thank you for plugging our wonderful friend, Dr. Hogan. He's a frequent guest here, and he will be with us again in another few weeks. But I think Craig Hogan is the most spiritually advanced people I've ever known who was in a body. Um, and that's not necessarily always good for him, but he has all these gifts, and I'm not at all surprised if he reached out to you because his guides would have told him that you needed his help. And when I got your book, I knew immediately it's time to talk to you because I was surprised to find we hadn't yet talked. So as I hope you're all seeing, this is something which is being orchestrated way above our pay grade. Those that we used to think were dead are trying very hard to, sh to get to us the information we need in order to be able to fix the world, which we can see is broken. And um, all of us are working together, and John is working with Craig. We're all working together. Now, you talk about the ethics uh, of mediumship. What, what is that? I mean, what, what, how, do, how do mediums need to uh, pursue ethics in working with the public? Well, because it's a huge responsibility um, doing this work. And I think that there should be some ethics that's with it. Um, they, they should be properly trained. Um, they should, should not ask um, the, the client too many questions or if any at all. Right. Um, I, I don't think they should, uh, there's, uh, you know, they shouldn't be, uh, there shouldn't be any alcohol involved when they're working. There's, uh, <laughs> no alcohol. On, on, honesty, is an, <laughs> honesty is an absolute must. Private reading should be treated as confidential. Don't play doctor. Uh, don't yes. embellish the message. Uh, don't walk up to people and give them a message out of the blue because you don't know people's faiths or wh where they are emotionally about the passing. Um, I think every medium should take a bereavement class because if they're working with someone, know a little about little bit about bereavement to help the client even more. Even I mean, you're not a bereavement counselor. We can't take away the pain of death, but we may be able to help take away the fear of death, letting people know that they're okay, that their loved ones are are, are okay and still quite alive. Trust yeah, me. I, I think that's very important. I know of a situation where um, someone I really thought was an excellent medium used information that was gained during a reading, a reading to um, do people considerable harm. And I still am very troubled by that, but I didn't see that about to happen. But, you know, our guides protect us. And in this case, my guides protected me as well. But it's not uh, uh, it's not everyone who is a, a very ethical medium. But fortunately, John, when you teach, do you teach? Like is someone saying, I want to become a medium. Does he teach classes? Do you teach classes on how to be a medium? Yes, I just did one this weekend. And I do teach people. Um, but I, I try to teach them the foundation of uh, to be a good medium, how to receive the message, how to give it off, how to enhance your ability to um, to fine tune what they're trying to say. And they have to, have to give, um, I have a male or female here. I feel like it's a father who passes. He, he's telling me he passed from pancreatic cancer. And I like when they, um, when they give evidence of something 
after the person passes that they still see in the person's life right now. And I just did, uh, I told you this on the break, I just did a show on the TV show, The Doctors. And there was a woman they put in front of me whose son was, um, he was killed in the Las, the Las Vegas massacre. And what came oh. through, I, what came through um, is I couldn't possibly have known. And that's what she hoped would come through. And that's what I hoped uh, would come through. And sure yes. enough, they, they didn't let me down. So anyone can Google that. Oh, yeah, that, that is amazing. And, and they can go to your website. We should give out your website now. We'll give it out at the end as well. What is your website? Simple, it's uh, johnholland.com. Very easy. Yeah, I mean, we, we know people have had their website for a long time if they were able to get their name. And that's wonderful that you were able to get your name. Well, I, right. have, I have children who are very... Um, apt at uh, at these uh, um, the new age uh, rather the you know web things i didn't who knew from the internet but my kids made sure i got my name too which was i'm grateful for that now so um you 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 teach a one day course in in psychic development or in mediumship development what, what no, no it's not a one is that, day is that true you, am i getting it right no, the, uh, I can do a one-day workshop or it can expand into the weekend. And basically, I give the foundation of you are energy. And that's where I talk about the aura, how information how right. information comes through on a psychic level for someone. But the mediumship weekends and five days, uh, they're more intense um, because there's, there's a lot to take in. And we get to watch the students work, see how they're given off information. So it is pretty good. But when it comes to bridging two realms, the whole purpose, like I said, Roberta, was to help the bereaved, but to show people they can have their own communication through meditation. Um, Raymond Moody uses the psychomantium, which is the scry, you know, it's a yes. form of scrying, how to look in yes. a mirror. And there's a new technique, um, as you know, as the, um, the where they take in people, um, they work with soldiers who have been in the war. And now, now uh, mental health therapists are doing the reattachment therapy, which was, uh, you know, on Craig's site, too. So I find yes. that fascinating. So people can have communication without a medium for themselves. I, I think it's important to understand, too, that developing these abilities will help you live a better life, even if it's, if it's not about bereavement, because right. you are working with primary guides and with secondary guides. There, There's not a person listening who doesn't have guides who are trying to help us to, to fulfill our role. Whatever role we worked out with them before we entered this lifetime, they're the ones who are keeping us on track and giving us information. They're eager to have us reach out. It isn't that they want us just to drive them as if they were a car no they want us to be in contact to the extent that that's helpful to them to help to better guide us and for me it isn't that i'm talking to my uh, my dead loved ones because frankly i know they're fine and uh, i don't need to do that but i do need very much to have guidance and our relationship now is such my relationship with my primary guide thomas that when he knew i needed information he got it to me within three days through somebody that i had never heard of so uh and he got it through me through my my daughter through someone I had never heard of. So they will do this. But first, we've got to show them that we're respectful of the relationship and we want the relationship. That's one of the things people make the mistake of thinking they'll hear from their guides if their guides think they should. No, your guides are waiting to hear from you. And that's a whole other area, which I think I can see two or three other um, podcast we ought to be doing you and I John because you know a lot about these things and I'd love to have you uh, just come back and talk specifically about some of the things that we're only touching on today so preview, sure. of, preview of future attractions everyone meanwhile Roberta Grimes Seek Reality stick with us one more segment Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. 
we have them included. Free video on demand, live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Expose Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. Slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From Out of the Woodwork will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www. WilliamSPeckham.com. Welcome back to Seek Reality. This is Roberta Grimes with the wonderful medium John Holland. And we're talking about his new book, which is called Bridging Two Realms. And it's a great book about how to be a medium and the fact that all of us really are. And this is something I would have really been skeptical about a few years ago. But a couple of years ago, my primary guide reached out to me and I came to understand that everything I have ever written has been channeled. I can't actually write on my own and put two sentences together. So that was my wake up call that we all have abilities, John. And, and what's exciting is that he knows enough about all of the things that are going on to make it make sense to people. It's in his book, again, Bridging Two Realms. I really highly recommend it. If you care at all about what's really going on and how to figure it all out, I think John's book is very helpful. What do you want to make sure people know, John? Well, basically, your loved ones on the other side want to talk to you as much as you want to talk to them. They really, really do. And like I said before, it's not just for media, developing mediumship. It's for the bereaved because those on the other side are trying to send people here signs all the time after death communication, which was coined yes. by Judy and Bill Guggenheim. Um, you may uh, have a dream of a loved one and you know it when it's one of those kind of dreams. Um, you may smell your mom's cologne. You might yes. find um, certain things that weren't there uh, um, on your, you know, like shiny pennies or feathers or nature's really big because they're very subtle signs. The people on the other side, it's not like the movies where they're going to show up in a 3D rift and step out of it and say hello to you. They're very subtle signs. Um, yes. And if people could watch for the signs um, and, and people get them, they feel it on a soul level. And an ADC has nothing to do with the medium. It's a personal um, sign that you get from um, those on the other side. So that's why I, uh, I made sure I put that in there too, Roberta. Yeah, that, no, that, I think that was very important. Well, one of the things we know is that when, when people first die, of course their vibration isn't as high as it will be, and they are very aware of our grief and they want to assuage our grief. And there actually are pat ways that I think for thousands of years people have used to be in contact. And then there are more sophisticated ways developed later. But there actually are 
people who teach pe- those who have just died how to be in contact. And I mean, it's a whole thing. Just as we want to learn, so do they want to learn because a lot of it's not instinctive. And one of the people who is a great teacher of this to the people who have just just died is our wonderful friend Mikey Morgan. That's one of the things he does. He teaches after-death communication to the people that have just arrived there. But uh, it's important to understand that you, if you are deep in grief, you probably are keeping yourself from perceiving these. It, it, it's a negative energy. Grief is one of the lowest vibration energies. And just as John has told us, and it's true, in order to communicate with the dead, we have to have a somewhat higher vibration. It doesn't have to be really, really high, but it has to be high enough that they can reach us. So um, one of the bits of wisdom in his book is, is how important it is to raise our vibration. You don't have to be all over, entirely over your grief, but you need to be receptive to the people we used to think were dead. And um, now, anything else you want to make sure we know um, just from from this hour? Because we are going to have John back. There are other things he can teach us, which I didn't really have anybody who could teach. So I'm so glad we finally connected, John. Oh, that's okay. Just to to know that their loved ones are um, still around them and that... uh, but even though I talk about the afterlife a lot and your loved ones here, this is the, every reading I do from, you know, for the past, you know, two decades um, always seems to come through that how important this life is, um, what you do here, how you treat yourself, how you treat others is very, very important. Um, yes. but you know, do it now. Yes. Say what you have to say to the people that are in your life now. Um, so you have no regrets. So you never have to say, I should, but if somebody passes, I hate when, if someone had to say, I could have, would have, or should have. Yeah, that's, you know, yeah so I hear that a lot too. Yeah, that's very, very important. One of the other things I'd like to ask you is, have you ever encountered negative entities when never. you're out in, you've never had a negative, so you must be vibrating at a very high level in order for you never to have uh, had negative entities around you. Nope. I've, yeah. And um, I, what you put out, you get back. But in all the years of experience, um, I've never experienced uh, where it's like called the you know negative entities or attachments. And that's why I say in the book, people have a different um, opinion um, because they might they have with their own experience. And that's why I so in the book saying in my experience, in my experience, yes. um, I have never encountered that. So uh, it's an experience um, that I've never uh, seemed to have gone through. Well, that's that's very good, and it speaks highly of you. I just want everyone to understand there are some very bad beings. One of the reasons I'm so against capital punishment is that every time we execute someone uh, for a you know a serious crime, we are releasing another negative entity into the world, and who probably will not ever, as they say, go into the light or not for a long time. So, you know, it's bad. It's about the worst pollution there can be, probably even worse than carbon for us to execute people. A lot. When, the more you learn about what's really going on as opposed to what uh, the material world makes us think is going on, the more you become sensitive to little details like this. Right. And and you you do, so you do on occasion do, re- and you also appear all over the country, right? So people can um, go to your website and see that you may be in their area. And the website is just johnholland.com, no punctuation, no anything, just johnholland.com. Right. And maybe I'll be at one of your conferences. I have done the afterlife conferences. So, you know, um, maybe uh, I was talking to Craig, you know, maybe if my schedule sets it up, you know, if everything syncs in alignment, maybe I'll be at that, you know, one of your conferences. Yeah, that would be great. And we're also talking about everyone doing an online university, which we think is where everything is going. Because even if a thousand people come to an AREI conference, uh, there are, you know, 10, 50,000 more people who easily could, when their time permits, without having to travel, um, hear someone like John Holland and interact with him uh, live. And that's the kind of thing we're looking toward. We aren't there yet, but stay tuned. And certainly, John, you're someone we would want. This has been wonderful. Again, John Holland, he will do readings, but they're rare. More importantly, he is appearing in various places all over the country, and he clearly is a beacon for the kind of people that um, that we want to be around, people who uh, who understand what's going on and, and who know that love is where it's all based. His book is wonderful. It's called Bridging Two Realms. So for now, John, we'll, we'll say goodbye, but uh, we'll be talking again soon. And consider yourself hugged. You've done a wonderful job. I'm so glad you Thank were here. Thank you. 
So everyone, you all understand that this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. I am so glad you were with us today. This has been especially fun for me. Please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You are. You never began and you never will end. And when you really understand all the implications of that, I'm telling you, Nothing in your life will be the same. Everything will become wonderful. I know because I had that experience and I see it in others. Next week, our guest will be our visionary young friend, Cyrus Kirkpatrick, back for the third time. Oh, I love Cyrus to pieces. Joining him now will be his Australian friend, Karen Swain. And Cyrus wasn't even sure where he would be next week. He's going to be somewhere in Asia. So we're going to be talking with two people on the other side of the world for whom it's going to be very early in the morning when we speak and very late in the day for me speaking here. And only because they have put out a book called Awakened by Death, Stories of Transformation. And I'll be frank with you, everything Cyrus Kirkpatrick does, I think, is extraordinary. He's one of the most visionary people I have ever met, and he's very young. Cyrus and Karen are two of the young people working in this field who are going to be the ones, and I talk about this sometimes, are going to be the ones who break the truth. We'll People like Craig and I and maybe even John will be in the bleacher seats by then. But but the truth will dawn and it will be dawn because of the extraordinary work of these wonderful young people. You are going to love spending time with Cyrus and Karen next week. So please be sure to join us. This week, we've been talking with a very famous noted medium, John Holland, about his new book, which is called Bridging Two Realms. I, I had really never met John before and I'm excited. I feel as if I've made a new best friend. It's very important that you understand that you do have the power. You have the power to stay in contact with those you love. I hear from people more and more all the time now who are doing this, people who carry on a marriage, even including, believe it or not, the sexual part, long after one of the spouses has died. We've had Dr. Jamie Turndorf here. She's living with um, her wonderful friend, Jean-Pain, a wonderful, rather, husband, Jean-Pain, as if he never had left. More and more... People who know what's going on are being generous, like John Holland, and opening up and telling people, regular people like you and me, how we also can be in touch this way. His book, I think, is especially good, Bridging Two Realms. I loved it because it's full of basic knowledge, and I promise I will have him back before long, and he'll tell us more about that wonderful knowledge. But meanwhile, um, I'm so glad he was with us. As you know, my own nonfiction books are Liberating Jesus, My Thomas, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch, which is about communication after life, and The Fun of Growing Forever. Um, the fun of living together is frankly about to make news, I think. And the, the fun of meeting Jesus is a beautiful children's book. It'll soon have a companion children's book. All the books except the, the children's books uh, are available as audiobooks. And if you ever want to talk about any of my books, or if, frankly, if you want to talk about anything at all, you can always contact me through robertagrimes.com. Again, no punctuation, just robertagrimes.com. I answer emails. Sometimes it takes me a week now. I used to be able to say I'll do it within 24 hours or you can send flowers. I can't do that anymore, but I always answer emails as long as you give me your correct address. Meanwhile, as you know, this has been Roberta Grimes. This has been Seek Reality, and I do this every week out of pure love for you and out of joy that there is this wonderful, great news to share. Please enjoy. Please make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you, in particular, are a powerful, eternal being, and you are infinitely loved. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. 
As this is the first book in the esoteric series, modern esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464. 